podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Afternoon, everybody. Welcome along to the Rangers Rabble live reaction to the Antonio Cholak signing. I think I pronounced Good afternoon. that correctly. What time is it in Forest? <laughs> good afternoon. Well, good evening. Well, it's still light up here at about 11 o'clock at night. Uh, welcome along to the live reaction to the Antonio Cholak signing. My name's Brian, and along with me today is Stu and Wolf. How are you doing, boys? Very, very good. Finally, finally. Be the it's been a long yeah. time coming. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. So, Wolf, your immediate reaction. Delighted that we've signed somebody. Um, I don't I don't like the fact that it's an undisclosed fee because I don't like undisclosed fees, particularly because it's been all over the media this week that it was, a £1.8 million deal was agreed, so we have to assume that that's what it is. Um, quite happy it's a three-year deal. That means they must see something in them. Uh, his recent goal scoring record ain't the best, um, but I think he was playing... When he was playing for Pauk, there's not a lot of goals really seem to get scored in that league, so that's possibly because it's quite a defensive league. I don't know how they set up, I don't know enough about yeah. Greek football. Um, but looking at the the stats that Rangers put out with the um, with the announcement, he scored 50, 50 goals in 90 games for uh, for Rijeka, um, including I believe two against the uh, Aberdeen in a European game. So that's that's a good start, yeah. No, that's a good start for the boy. So just delighted, I mean. They've given him a number nine jersey. That's a lot of pressure on him. Um, yes, Stu. I mean, Wolf's just said he's, they've, they've handed him number nine now. As I was just saying to Wolf in the pre-show, um, Man United have renowned number seven, Liverpool renowned number seven. You know, there's certain shirts go with certain clubs and obviously number nine's been very important to us over the years. Um, yeah. Pressure on him. Yeah, they're definitely. I mean, apart from... We have Diallo as number nine for the end of last season. But... Yeah. Well, speak about that, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm really happy to get him into honest. Even when we played Malmo, I thought he was brilliant. And I'm I'm big on movement. I like strikers that just have clever movement. Like Roof has. We don't get enough of Roof because of the injuries. But he has that movement. You, you just can't teach it. And I think he has that. And I think in in the uh, Scottish League especially, I think he'll ban him in. As long as we give him the service, I think he'll score plenty of goals. Because that movement will just get him in the right places more often than not. Um, so just a little bit of his history. Um, we obviously spoke about it just before Wolf. He was in Germany with Nuremberg. Um, and then he went to Poland with Le- is it Lechia Gdansk? Yeah. Um, and then he found his he went to Germany again and then found his home at Rikia, is it? In Rijeka. Croatia. Rijeka. And found his scoring boots there, Wolf. So it's well, from what I've seen of his history, it seems to be that he likes to find settle somewhere and f- like call somewhere home. Would that be fair? I think looking at looking at what, what I've seen about him, um, just just briefly before we came on, he seemed to float about the uh, Bundesliga too. I think he had a, he had a spell at uh, Kaiserslautern, a spell at Darmstadt on loan. Obviously, he was on loan at Malmo. Uh, concerns me a bit that, that Malmo didn't want to didn't want to buy him. So I believe that was a loan to buy, but I understand that Malmo couldn't afford to buy him. You know, so that would that would be more encouraging because if he was as good for Malmo as we've been told he was, why did they not buy him? But if it's because they couldn't afford them, then that's fair enough. You know, um, we'll, gloss, we'll gloss over what he did for Malmo because he put us out of the Champions League last year. 
Um, I don't particularly remember much about what he did for them because I don't pay a lot of attention to the opposition. Um, you, t- you told me the go- his goals were really good. I put it down to really bad defending, but that's just, you know, <laughs> is it a potato or a potato? You know what I mean? Um, but I don't see him coming in as first-choice striker unless unless we sell one else, which I don't think we will. I mean, listen to the manager's comments today. Yeah. He said there's not there's not been a lot of interest in our out and our, our players that are running running down their contracts, which is Morelos and Kent. Encouragingly, um, he says that there's, there's, there's talks ongoing with them, so I would expect hopefully new contracts to be signed. In which case, Kolac or Kolak or whatever we call him is going to be second, possibly third choice. I would say third choice if Roof can be fit, but I believe Roof's picked up another injury, so. It might be a case if we get rid of, we, you know, we try and offload Kamar Roof because, you know, if he's going to constantly get injured, he's absolutely no use to us. Um, but I mean, we've got a good, good history of Croatian strikers, yeah. you know, um, and the guy we've just signed has got the same problem that we had with the, the big lad with the bandage. Nobody knows what his name is. I mean, was it Perso or Perso or Pruzo? Oh. And is this guy Kolac or Kolak or, <laughs> you know, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll find out he's a, there's an interview with him on Rangers TV tomorrow morning, and I'm sure yeah. they'll clear it up then. So whatever he says is what he's called. That's what I'll call him. <laughs> so, Sue, how, as Wolf says there, we don't quite know where he's going to sit in the pecking order as far as strikers' options are concerned. What, how do you see him fitting in if he does? It, you know, is he going to be a single striker, or is he going to? Do you think he's going to be a, a pair, or what do you think? Um, I looked at a lot of <clears throat> statistics on him, and from what I could see, he can play. He can play as the the sole striker up top, but he's also been used in that sort of that three five two system before. He plays up top with another player, which Geo does like to switch to from time to time. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. think I think he's more than capable of playing both. Um, he's obviously if Morelos is sticking around, he's not going to be starting over Morelos <laughs> over Morelos up top. But I think. We play what 60 65 games a season we need another quality striker that's going to be able to come in and especially in the the domestic games and, and just you know score the goals that we just lack when we take morelos out of that team um so yes for me i think he can play anywhere and i think he'll surprise a few well i hope he'll surprise a few anyway and uh hopefully uh yeah just help us fire back to that title really yeah um wolf do you see him I don't mean this unkindly to Morelos, obviously, but do you see this guy being a bit more clinical than Morelos, or do you, you know, you know, what I'm trying to say is 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 he gonna is he gonna get the ratio his goals shots for goals ratio up compared to what Morelos? Because obviously Morelos obviously scores a lot of goals, but we all know he, he misses his fair chances, doesn't he? Yeah, but I mean, if you want to go down that road, the Manila McCoy scored three hundred and yeah. whatever it was goals for Rangers. And if he scored every goal, he scored more than Pelly. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Every striker is going to miss goals. The, the thing for me is, if he if he misses a chance, is he going to be there for the next one? Yeah. That's as long as his head doesn't go down when he misses a chance, so he's there, you know, to potentially put in the next one. You know, um, I mean, he's I think he's quite a, he's quite a big lad as well. So it's another another physical threat off a set of plays. You know, which yeah. mixes it up because we've also got George John Suter who's felt you know joining the team. Who's fairly good on set pieces as well. You know, that's the problem we've had the last couple of seasons that all our big guys can't really head the ball very well. I mean, Goldson's heading's erratic to say the least. You know, so we've got Suter who likes a go- likes a goal with a header. Um, 
Cole actually's come in. He's a big lad. I'd imagine he'll be able to head the ball because he's a striker. So it mixes it up and it gives defences something else to worry about. So I think he'll certainly he'll certainly score goals if he's given a chance. But we'll have to make chances for him. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing, Stu. I mean, with any striker, you need service. And if if it's Morelos, you need a certain type of service. And if it's Trolak, it's probably going to be a different type of service. So, you know, we've, we might it, it might be more crosses for Trolak, whereas Morelos likes the ball on the feet. But that's up to the the management team and the you know the, the playing staff to adapt, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think <clears throat> I think it's GB that just made a good point. When he played against us, he held the ball up really well. And yeah. when we took off, um, when Morelos sort of went through that injury, we just we started trying to play that way with Proof, and and it just didn't work. And in the end, obviously, we had to put Rebo up there to sort of have that that similar threat. Um, we we play well when our striker can drop deep and, and take the ball in and hold it. Um, and bring you know our dangerous players into play, but I also think yeah, I think going forward he's going to have a lot more threat in the air. Mentioned his timing as well and his movement. I think he's going to. I've seen a few little clips of him anyway, but he's, he seems to be good at sort of peeling off and and just getting those headers. And he's very calm in his finishing. His few lovely little dinks. Um, so yeah, I just think we've got a really clinical striker as long as we give him the chances. And I'm just yeah, I'm just really excited. I mean, I'm excited anyway because it's the first signing, right? So. Yeah. It's just that's the main thing that we've now we've got started in the window. But yeah, I'm just this this is a guy I wanted, so I'm I'm really happy to get him, and, and I think it'd be really really good. Just a wee, we'll we'll try and do a little unofficial poll here on the the rubble. Uh, if you think this is a good signing, give us a wee thumbs up in the comments. If you don't, thumbs down. And if you're on the fence, do a a, a hand wave or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, just give us a little quick reaction to how you think it's if it's going to be a good signing or a bad signing. Um, so, Wolf, uh, that's one in. Um, I think Gio said in his comments today that, you know, he was expecting more. Um, where do you think his priorities are going to be now? He's got his well, we, 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 need, we need somebody to play on the right. Yeah. Whether that's a, an out-and-out right winger or just a right-sided midfield player or a right-sided striker, we need somebody to play on the right uh, just to, to, balance, to balance the team, you know. Uh, I mean, Hadji can play out there, but I mean, he's probably not going to be back. It doesn't look like he's going to be back anytime soon. And it's not naturally who we would play him. I mean, you know, going back to going back a year or so, Will was saying that Hadji, Hadji could fill in for a rebo. Well, it looks like a rebo's going. So if Hadji gets fit, do we stick him in where a rebo currently plays? Which doesn't solve the right hand problem at all. So we need somebody in on the right. Um, I still think. Possibly need another set and a half. It just depends what we what other business we do, because I can I see at least one. I, yeah, yeah, you can get out. But I, I can see, I can see either Hellander and or Katic, you know, leaving the club. I don't think they'll both still be here. The, neither of them might still be here come the end of the window. Yeah, um, Hellander because of his injuries and Katic, I just don't know whether the manager fancies him or not. Yeah, you know. Um, so if if either or both of them go, that's at least one set and a half we need. Because to me, depending on injuries, uh, Goldson and Suter is going to be the centre half pair. I also think that, uh, to touch on what Stu said a minute ago, that there's a very good chance we'll play three at the back quite often. You know, because if we're playing up against, if we're playing at Ibrox against a, a St Mirren or a St Johnston or somebody that's only played one striker, why would you need to play four at the back? I can't yeah. see the manager doing that. He'll play three at the back, yeah. you know, push us up a bit, you know, which is when we need players that will score goals, which is hopefully where Kolach comes in. We can also do with a, a midfield player that can score goals. Well, I was just about to bring this point. Walter Zengers came in with a, a, a question. 
we need creative, a creative mid-centre mid. We have too many semi-defensive deep-lying types. Is that? I think that's pretty fair, isn't it, Stu? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's been our problem for a long time, to be honest. The, we don't score enough goals from midfield, um, you know, and even out wide as well. Like Kent's numbers are atrocious, really, in, in front of goal. Um, <clears throat> Jack went through that sort of spell when he's playing that he, he sort of is that only one that can really offer a goal threat, and that's not very often. Um, obviously, Arebo gave us that, which, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised that's announced tonight or early tomorrow that he's gone. So, um, yeah, 100%. We, we need someone, you know, I to say creative, I just want someone who can shoot from distance, to be honest. Just someone that can offer something different against that low block. Ball can go anywhere, can't it, when, when you shoot from distance. The problem is we pass, pass, pass all around the edge of the area, and you just need someone that can offer that that chance from distance and just give teams something different to think about. Yeah, definitely. But I, I think I think Lewis was the man that could be, that could do that. Yeah, that's a fair point actually. Yeah. yeah, you know, but and also if Alex Lowry gets a run in the team, he's he's not scared to take a risk by having yeah. a shot or whatever. It just it depends, you know, where we play him. So I mean, the players that we've got, if we play a bit more attacking and playing three at the back, we will be a bit more attacking. You know, I think we probably would take more shots. But if we are going to be playing Kolach and he is a he is a big lad, and we're saying he's supposedly good in the air, we need we need somebody that can cross the ball as well. Mm. And as you said, Kent's numbers are absolutely dreadful. Yeah, I think it's a fair, you know, fair assessment. You know, Aribo got eight goals last season, but we, we really need a midfielder Stu, that's going to hit double figures, don't we? Really, yeah, to help supplement yeah. the striker. Yeah, definitely. And and, and going back to like Kent, there is just like, you know, wingers or inside forwards, however you want to you're playing these days, is like they get a lot of goals on and a lot of assists. And you know, Kent does create the chances. He's just so bad at putting them in the back of the net. Um, if we're not getting those goals from his area of the pitch, they have to come from the middle of the park. And, you know, I don't know who we can... I know there's been um, a bit of a shout out. This is back, obviously back out wide, but Tom Lawrence has, has been mentioned. Yeah. Uh, and he seems to like a goal. So that would be a start. But, yeah, just someone through the middle that can do it. I know, we, you know, we said Lindstrom. I don't mind that. But I don't know if Gio likes to plan Lindstrom back into the back three when, when we drop into those formations. So it's... Yes, just wait and see, really. Yeah, yeah, but Stu, if you start with a back three, you wouldn't start with Lindstrom in the back three. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. he'd be he'd be further up. I know what you're saying. If we start off with with the four and we go to three, but if we start off with three, Lindstrom's not going to be one of them. I wouldn't have thought yeah, so. Yeah. You know, we need really to pick up on that on that point. We need at least a couple of midfields midfielders scoring double figures. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. we, we need we need like I mean, if you go back a few years, you know, Barry Ferguson was always double figures. Alberts was double figures. You know, all these kind of guys. We need guys that will that will score goals. And even if the midfielders aren't scoring, if they are if they are having shots and attacking the goal, mm. you know, the ball the ball will come back out and you've got guys like like Morelis and hopefully Kolach and Roof that'll be buzzing about this buzzing about the penalty box that'll, that'll just that'll score the the, the tap ins and the rebounds and the scraps, you know. So it'll be interesting, but we still need to bring players in. It is quite encouraging the manager says there will be players coming in. Yeah. But we need to get them in quickly because this week would have been ideal because they've been away together for a week in Portugal. Yeah. You know, I was getting a bit concerned because we hadn't brought anybody in. You know, so... Yeah. I mean, I don't know when they come back from Portugal. I don't know whether they're back on Sunday or Monday or whether they're staying out there 10 days or whatever. Hopefully, uh, Antonio's got a, a few days that he can join the players just to get to know them a wee bit. Yeah, you know? definitely. I'll ask you both. I'll ask you both this. Um... Where do you, where do you see the Barisic situation? 
Now, he's... I always felt if he had a good preseason in him and got his fitness levels up at the start of the season, um, he's a far better player. But if he if he gets these niggle injuries, um, I feel he struggles the whole season. Do you, where where do we go with this one? Because he's a he's very much a marmite sort of player. Folk either like him, folk don't like him. Where where do we go with this one? Tough, isn't it? it is tough. I think. I mean, first of all, I don't think he's going to, unless we have someone lined up to come back in, because I don't think we're going to stick a kid in there. Um, he'll be around the team because we need someone as a backup to Bassi if Bassi's going to be our left back. Um, when he's on it and he's bombing forward, you know, it's, it's that dangerous cross. And we just mentioned that putting good balls in for Kolak or Kolach. Um, you know, Barisic offers probably the best delivery in the league. Yeah. Um, but yes, as you say, these niggles are a real problem with him and and they seem to come at times when, you know, the going's, it's getting a little bit tough for us and it's not going our way and the fans are getting, you know, a bit, I don't know, apprehensive of what's happening and, and he seems to pick up on that and then that's when he sort of, these niggles start hitting him and it, it might just be coincidence. Um, but yeah, I'm like you, if you can get a good pre-season and stay fit, I think he wants to prove himself because I think Gio does like him. So I think, yeah. As long as he can prove himself, then, then he'll definitely be around. And, and like I've said, 60, 65 games a season, you need really two quality players in each position. Yeah. You think the same, Wolf? Well, my, I don't I don't think he'll be a start. I don't think he'll be a starting player next season because obviously, you know, Bassi's the left back for me. Uh, not sure how happy Barisic will be to basically start the season as a, as a backup. The problem is I don't know if anybody would come in for him. And if he'd want to go, I think that, that would be... hit his international stuff as well, wouldn't it? If he's not playing, if he's not playing, he's going to want to play because of obviously it'll stifle his international career. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not fussed whether he stays or goes. To be honest, if he stays, he's a competent enough backup um, for for Bassi. If Bassi's not there for whatever reason, or if he has to fill in at full back at uh, centre half for whatever, whatever reason. Um, but also, if Paris is left with a, a young lad I watched last night in the, in the B team, Robbie Fraser, he can quite happen. He can quite easily for me cover, you know, cover left back if left back needs covered. Obviously not. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not across in the chamber of secrets or a big European game. But certainly, like a, a run, a run of the mill league game against the with the greatest respect of the lesser teams in the league. Robbie Fraser would do a perfectly good job, you know. So if Paris stays great, because I, I like I like the guy. If he goes. Fine, as long as the deal's, you know, good for the club. I mean, this is another one that I was thinking about. I mean, King's going to be developed into a player at centre-half. And obviously, Bassi has played centre-half and left-back. So, I mean, when you when you count the centre-halves, we've actually got quite a few centre-halves, but the mm. problem ones are are obviously Holander and Cottage. So, Stu, it depends on what happens with them. Um, does if if this preseason goes, you know, whatever way it goes, the manager's going to assess them and think either yay or nay. He's got to move quick, though, hasn't he? We do, and <clears throat> I mean, as much as I think Holanda's a quality defender, and you know, he is a better defender than Katic. In terms of niggling injuries, we we can't carry the amount of players we've got that get niggling injuries. You know, Barisic, Roof, Jack. Holanda. Uh, Obviously, we're not going to get rid of Jack. He's very important to the team. But these guys, we, we can't afford to have them around the club when, <clears throat> you know, it, it really hit us hard when they all sort of went out about the same time. 
we can't do that again. And now Suit is there as well, and he's you know we don't know if he's going to be giving us a full season yet. Um, so yeah, I think I think we're going to get rid of one of them for sure. Um, hopefully, someone would take Kalanda because he is a good defender. But I wouldn't be surprised if if Katic is is kept back as a backup, unless we do sign someone and then we move him on as well. Yeah. Well, I've often thought about this with Vasi being the sort of left centre half of a three. Um, I think it's been widely known that Geo uh, likes the three-five-two formation. Yeah. It's just when he um, when he deploys that formation, is it in the league? You know. Well, as, as I said, as I said uh, earlier, Brian, against the against the teams that are going to come to Ibrox and all play with one up front and have no no real desire to actually beat us, just to come out trying it out with a point three at the back is ideal because yeah. you know three centre backs against one striker that's all that's all you need, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, to me, it would be that that point's right. You'd, you'd, you know, you'd have, you'd have Bassi. Um, for me, you'd have you'd have Bassi in there uh, alongside Goldson. And Suter, because Suter's played three at the back for years playing at Hearts, because that's that's what they did. So he's used to the system. Yeah. I mean, as soon as as soon as we signed him in, in January on the pre-contract, I thought, oh, here we go, Michael looking at three at the back here. Mm-hmm. You know, and Bassi's proved that he can play anywhere on the left-hand side of the defence. So, I mean, even playing that system might allow us to push the captain further up the park. Could do. You know, which has been well well touted as a thing we could be doing. I just want us to be more attacking next season and in the run of the mill league games and scoring more goals because that's what really ultimately cost us. You know, I mean, last season we 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 threw the league away because we didn't put teams to bed. Yeah. You know, we we're, we were hanging we were hanging on a goal up and losing stupid goals in the last minute and all that sort of stuff, throwing away throwing away points, which ultimately cost us the title. Yeah. We need to be putting teams away, and then fault to follow that one if we put teams away. Say you're two or three up after an hour, then you can bring on some of the younger lads. You know, you can give mm. you can give King a run out, see if he gets on. Yeah. You know, if Lowry's not starting, give him half an hour. You know, maybe stick in Robbie Fraser as I mentioned earlier. You know, because we've got five subs, you can use that. You can use yeah. that. But the game needs to be out of sight first, and for that we need to be attacking more. And again, go back to what we said: we need the midfield to be chipping in with goals. Yeah. You know, we need the strikers to be scoring goals. You know, the defense doesn't particularly bother me. I don't think. Oh, Shepard. It might depend greatly on who's in who's in the goals, but that's another complete a, a completely other argument which I'm not going to get into. No, um, no. So, uh, I've been thinking about this as well, Stu, since we've heard about this guy coming, Cholak. Now, I've got a f- I've got a funny feeling that this will this will drive on Morelos because now we've signed a striker for some money. Um, he's realizing now that there's not just him and Roof. Um, for competition, he's got somebody now that plays international, either is or has played international football for his country. We've signed him for a bit of money. I think we might get the best out of Morelos with this one. Yeah, I think he's absolutely that sort of player. I think if you you give him a challenge and he'll meet it. Um, you know, we saw a bit with Defoe. I know he loved Defoe, but um, he's, he was certainly looking better in front of goal when when Defoe was sort of breathing down his neck a little bit. Um, yeah, he's. His numbers in the league weren't good last season, really, because you know, 13 goals wasn't great. Um, <clears throat> but he does offer us so much more, which you, you're always going to get in Real Arsio. He bullies defenders, he brings others into play, and he does create a lot of goals through sort of second-hand assists almost. Um, you know, Hopefully, this, this collapse can, can be similar. But yeah, I think he'll, he'll absolutely improve him as a player just to have that competition because 
realistically, he knows he's number one at the club. And before yeah. Kolak's come in, you know, Roof's a quality finisher, but you know he's not going to play nine, ten games in a row most of the time. So I don't think he's ever really too fussed that he's ever going to drop out the team. So, you know, competition is healthy, and I think he's one of those players that will thrive on that. I th- I think that's well for you. I mean, am I just marking up the wrong tree, or do you think this will bring out the best in Morelos? It could do. It, de- it depends how much game time Kolach gets and what he does with it, if he scores goals. You know, I mean, I just hope it's not another one of these things that we used to do back in the day, uh, that you'll remember it as well, Brian, that if somebody played well against us, we signed them. Yeah. You know, I mean, the one that automatically springs to mind in a similar position is Billy Uckert. Billy Uckert <laughs> played well against us for Inverness Cali back in the late 70s. We signed him and he couldn't kick his own arse. Yeah. You know what I mean? So hopefully, hopefully Kolach is I mean, obviously I'm... I've been a wee bit flippant with that, but you know what I mean? We've seen loads of players over the years that played well against us and then came to us and didn't do anything, you know? Hopefully, this lad's got a lot of experience and he can he can score goals. And if it, if the very fact he's in the squad helps Morelos, that's great. Yeah. You know, but the whole, the, the whole team has to, the whole team has to just go forward more and score more goals. Yeah, I think, I, I, in, a, in another sense, so I think it could help even sort of Barisic having a, you know, uh, another creation there, Stu. I never, I just thought on that there. Um, you know, I know it's, I know they've not deliberately signed him because he's a Croat and keep somebody happy, but just to have another countryman there, that might just make all the difference. I don't, I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, I, th- I think I read, is he, is he like multilingual? He's obviously he speaks perfect English, but I think he also speaks another couple of languages. And they were saying yeah. that how he, he's, he would easily communicate with a number of the lads there. So, yeah, yeah I think, you know, it can't hurt, you know, they, Teams do create groups when uh, players create groups at clubs, and, and they have the players that they'll prefer to be around outside of the game. So um, I, I, it can't hurt, really, can it? Having the, uh, another guy from the from the same place as you in, in the team. But yeah, it's um, the only the only thing I've, I've been wondering with Kolech is: do we think he's do we think he was on our radar anyway, or purely that we've started watching him just because of how he played against us? That's what I've always wondered about. Was he on this big list that we apparently always have? I would imagine he probably was, because from what people say, this list is... I mean, I would expect the list to be absolutely massive. Mm. You know, and seeing if players are... I, I mean, the, the like is to believe, whether it's true or not, I don't know, that they're looking sort of three or four windows ahead. You know, and looking at who's coming out of contract and what players you can get. So when, when he, they actually became interested in him, I don't know. But... It's something I don't suppose we'll ever know unless we can sit down with Ross Wilson and ask him. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whether he'd tell you or not, it's a different story as well. But um, we'll spend money on him. They've given him a three year contract with another op- another year option, so they must see something in him. See, Jim, I genuinely didn't see that comment from Mr. Basto. I didn't, I genuinely didn't see it. I just thought in it there, but I see it's there. But no, I, I genuinely didn't see it. Hands up. Um, so we'll just about wrap things up, but. It's exciting now, Stu, that one's in the door. Uh, one's clearly going to be leaving in the next day or so. Um, so that'll be funds freed up, either wages or, you know, there'll be money for the manager. Um, so there'll be certainly more movement in and out, won't there? Yeah, you hope so, especially with what Gio was saying earlier. Um, I think we've we've timed this so that we can announce this first to give everyone a sort of shot in the arm before we announce that Aribo's gone. 
Um, but yeah, you just hope that the sort of door starts turning now and we get a few more in. Um, whether whether Tom Lawrence is going to be one of them, you know, I'd like to see us just pull one out of the hat that we aren't expecting, but everyone's sort of just like, hell yeah, what a signing that is. Um, but you never know with us, do you? So yeah, just excited, excited that it started and uh, let's hope for plenty more. I think it's a bit. Oh, sorry, guys. I, I think, Stu, I think um, I think we will pull one out of the hat either tomorrow or Saturday morning because uh, yeah. the will get an inch is leaving and I think we're working quietly in the background. I've got no I've got no substance to this. I just just a feeling that I've got that that will announce the Southampton will announce the signing of Aribo for whatever whatever's rumoured, six million plus add-ons plus plus whatever. And everybody's saying that's too too low, and then we'll pull one out of the hat and sign somebody. Don't know who the somebody is, but as we know, we keep quite quiet on the on the mm, signing front. Yeah, I mean, the whole the whole we're, we're after Colax came from his side. You know, it, it all came from Greece. Yeah. You know, so I think that's we were saying that uh, in the pre-show, weren't we, Wolf? It's too. Um, it always seems to be wherever we're signing somebody from, it leaks from that set that yeah. end. It certainly doesn't leak from our end because we get told nothing, don't we? Well, maybe, no, you to, maybe you get told nothing, Brian. <laughs> No, we, we've certainly, yeah, I think we, we used to be bad at it. It used to get all over the place. But, yeah, nowadays you only ever see him come out from, from the other side as, as we saw of Greece this time. <laughs> but, uh, no, as I say, it's just nice to be talking about a signing, not possibly or hopeful or rumoured. So, Miss Antonio Cholak is in the building. Um, number nine shirt, a lot to live up to. But... It's exciting times ahead. Uh, if Aribo does leave, I think we can all just wish him well, can't we, Wolf? We can, yeah. And before before we go, just to thank everybody in the in the comments for tuning in at very short notice. Yeah. And I'll do the bit that you haven't that I haven't mentioned yet. That, I was uh, just tomorrow, getting to that. I'll get. I'll get. Half past seven. The the rabble phone in. Phone in. Have your say on the new signing and on the the departure of Aribo because he'll be gone by then, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, the good thing is you'll get a word in because I'm not on it. I'm on my way to Wales. Um, <laughs> although I might phone in, we'll see. Um, Wales are right, seven. Wales are <laughs> But no, as Will says, uh, the phone in tomorrow night is at half past seven. I would assume the boss Martin will be hosting. Um, so if you want to get your points across about this Cholak signing or a rebo leaving, as it is rumoured, get them in tomorrow, um, and you can have your say. So. Again, thanks, Wolf and Stu, for the short notice, but thanks again to everybody in the comments, and uh, hopefully we'll be speaking about more soon, signing soon. So thank you very much, guys. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Podcast Network.